0: Well, this is a, a great day for us as a church. Those of you who have been with us for a long time know that part of our DNA is planting other churches, and it's something we hopefully will continue to do way off into the, the future. Uh, we didn't exactly have it on our plans to to plant another church right now or in the next couple of years. Uh, If we left it to our own planning, we would probably wait till all of this COVID stuff is behind us so we actually know who's here, who's not here, and what in the world is, is going on in our world and in our church. But I'm absolutely thrilled to see everyone that is here for this informational uh, meeting. I want you to know that I, as a senior pastor, our elders and our staff are 100% behind this. When Michael came to me uh, months ago and shared this with me, I was not surprised. I think he thought he caught me by surprise. (laughs) but I was not surprised. I knew this was coming. I just didn't know when it was coming. And so if we are praying and asking God to lead our ministry and he is leading in the hearts of those within our church and especially within our staff, then we need to pay attention. And the Spirit of God is clearly... And Michael will be showing some things today and talking about some things that will clearly show that God's hand is going to be upon this church plant. Uh, It is a proven fact that church plants reach more lost people than established churches do. And we could testify of that this morning from the fact of our church plants, the people that are there that have been reached for Christ, that we here physically at Maranatha, would have never reached. And see, it's not about us, it's about God. It's not about us, it's about seeing more and more people become committed followers of Jesus Christ, and I personally am convinced that through this church plant, that is going to happen. So Michael, once again, has my support there, uh, Michael and I have no problems with one another. We don't want that be spread. That Michael, well, I'll let Michael speak just whether or not he can. Just what? Just depends. It, it depends on the day. Okay. But we are in complete harmony with what is going on, and I want you to know, this has our blessings. And if you hear anything from anyone else, put. A stop to it immediately. We are not in conflict with one another. We are on mission together to follow what God wants us to do as a church. And I am thrilled to see each and every one of you here. Not that any of you I want to get rid of, no, because we value each of you, but we have all of eternity in heaven, to fellowship together, to spend time forever. But we do not have all of eternity to reach people for Jesus Christ. This is God's plan, the multiplication of churches. And I, for one, as a senior pastor, am happy to be in a church that sees that and not only sees it, but practices it. So let me pray for this time together, and then I'm going to turn it all over to Michael. Father, we thank you that you are the God who moves and works. And I thank you, Lord, that you placed it upon Michael's heart to go out, and you placed it on the hearts of the entire leadership team of this church to send Michael out. And Father, we pray that during this meeting this morning that uh, people will learn And will be challenged as to whether this is what you want them to do, Lord. And, Father, we would just pray that your hand will be upon this meeting. I pray, Father, that your hand be upon Michael as he shares. And we just rejoice in this moment together in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Thank you, Pastor Butch. And I want to thank you all personally for coming Want to welcome you. Hope and I are obviously thrilled that you guys are here, and we are excited to share our hearts. Um, for those of for those of you who know someone who couldn't come, we are going to record this. And so, if someone couldn't come and they would like to hear information, just let me know. Um, when you walked in, there was a card for you to kind of give us your information. If you want to write your stuff down, what you you know are feeling or thinking, you can. Put that on your chair, or at the end, we'll give a number for you to give us just a digital connect card for you to text in, and for us to just kind of keep track of who is coming and who's interested and things like that. So real quick, we would just like to share why we are planting a church now. Um, As Butch shared, now is not necessarily the best time when you look at it from a COVID or a worldly perspective, but we are very convinced that this is our timing that God has for us And after I trusted Christ as Savior when I was 18, um, I went toward life, and I was there for uh, really two years, and one of the classes we had was on church planting. And I can still remember sitting in the class, you know me, I was so excited, I was sweating in the class, I'm like, what are you talking about, this church planting thing? I didn't even understand it at the time, but I could remember God was really putting this on my heart then, and that was about nine years ago. And Hope and I, um, we met each other six years ago, and I, when we met and we were dating, we were talking about, man, we think that this is in our future. We were talking through, could we see ourselves doing this? When and where? And what would that, that would look like? And really, it was about six months before COVID, um, we started to pray, and we just felt like God was really putting this on our heart of, we need to start asking God for confirmation. And as we were praying that, the Lord was just bringing things right up in our face of, man, now is really the time. And so Hope is going to share a little bit about really the past two years and when we started experiencing confirmation.
2: Yeah, so um, just like Michael had shared, we um, were praying and asking the Lord to be clear and um, that we would truly know what he wanted us to do. Um, so we were specifically praying that he would give us um confirmations that we would know and see that he was in this and that he wanted us to truly do this. So, um, honestly, he was abundantly clear with us, and we had multiple confirmations that he had given us, but I'm just going to go ahead and share one with you today. Um, it was this past January, Michael and I were praying in our living room, um, and uh, tr- planning a church was really just heavy on our heart. And we were praying and praying and asking God, like, when should we share this with Butch? When should Michael talk to him and really be honest and open about where we're at? And um, that very moment, a friend had texted and said, when are you talking to Butch about church planning? And it was just so bizarre because it was like, we really haven't, like, didn't talk to them about that yet. And so, like, that moment we looked at each other and we were like, we're talking to him this week. Like, (laughs) we need to share this with Butch. And so... I think it was that week or the very next week that uh, Michael had went in and um, talked with Butch and shared his heart with Butch and um, a huge confirmation for us was having Butch on board and be supportive of us. And um, it just really gave a piece to have Maranatha's backing for us. Um, And then not only that, but Pastor Bruce was supportive of us. And then um, Michael went to the elders and shared his heart with the elders and Having them on board meant so much to us, so um, the Lord really made it clear that he was in this and that he was opening the doors for us. Um, Do you want to say something? (laughs) And then uh, after that, kind of just how we got here, after um, we got the go-ahead from Maranatha and things like that, we had to do an assessment. And um, if you know me, you know that's my worst nightmare. I was terrified to do that. (laughs) Um, But pretty much they just put you through the ringer. They um, just really want to test you and see um, if this is something that you'd be able to do. So we, um, it was a FaceTime call the whole day that pretty much um, they put us through different scenarios and different things like that. And um, God really um, was with us and helped us through it. We learned so much. Um, They really gave us so much wisdom and encouraged us. And criticism, too, that was helpful. Um, And uh, after that, we did end up passing the assessment, and they gave us the green light so we could give that to um, the pastors and elders at Maranatha.
1: Yeah, and we truly have so many stories of whether it was Gary McDowell or even Craig or some of our family members or close people in our life that were bringing these confirmations and they didn't even know we were praying about it. So we are very convinced that now is the time that God has for us. And one of the questions we would like to answer is why Goodyear Heights and why this area? And so with Maranatha and where they have planted churches, there's really two pockets of either West Akron or East Akron. And we had started to pray, and we considered moving, going to Columbus, going to where her family is. We were open to anything that God had for us, and Hope's going to share a little bit of why we felt like Goodyear Heights and really East Akron was a confirmation.
2: Um, so during this time, we obviously were praying and asking the Lord to help us know where He wanted us to plant. Um but we would drive around praying and just looking like maybe he wants us here, Maybe he wants us there. And um, throughout that time, Michael had um, done a lot of groundwork and just did like some demographic studies of the different areas and things like that. And we learned that um, in the East Akron area, only four percent of people went to church. And so that made us question like, are there healthy churches in the area? Are they actually reaching the community and things like that? There are So we, um, after finding that out, were very burdened for that area. And then on top of that, this is the Lord, but we just kept running into so many people that were from that area. At the um, college age ministry that Michael leads um, on Wednesday nights, there were students getting saved that were from that area. Um, specifically, this is crazy, but this past week at the men's study, a man walked forward and Michael led him to the Lord and he's from Talmadge. So it was just, um, it's just been really cool to see how the Lord's been placing those people, um, in our life for a reason. And I think we just had, we felt a big pull to that community and the Goodyear Heights, um, community of people. Um, and he made it very clear to us by providing us a building in that area, which Michael will share more about later.
1: And truly church planting, the goal for us is not to take a bunch of Christians, find disgruntled Christians in their own community and start a church. The goal is to reach people far from Christ. And that's truly what church planting is, that you see where disciples are made and you say, okay, this is where a church is needed and this is where we're going to go. So that's why this area is truly our heart. And I think Seeing people come to faith in Christ, the Lord has just kind of confirmed that over the past couple months. Um, One of the questions we would like to answer is what type of church this is going to be. So every church, every Bible teaching, gospel preaching church has five values of evangelism, discipleship, fellowship, service, and worship. Every church will, Maranatha does, and we will have those same values, but really our evangelism arm is going to be pretty strong. That's really where our focus is going to be, that you have evangelism, you have discipleship. If any of you know me and my heart, we hope that our evangelism arm is kind of in your face a little bit, to where that truly is our focus. We're going to have evangelism trainings. Our team, hopefully, is equipped in how to share your faith and how you are wired and where you're kind of leaning towards. And so one of the things really important to understand, if you are going to come from Maranatha— is we are not launching Maranatha East. That this will not be the same DNA. We won't have the same type of things happening. Now, obviously, from a church perspective, yes, we are going to teach the Bible. Don't worry. Uh, we are going to focus on Jesus, but um, probably won't have ABFs, probably won't be able to. There are certain things that we may not be able to at a certain point. And you already know this, but I'd just like to say it as a reminder Um, I'm nowhere near uh, the leader that Butch is, so if you come, you should not expect, you know, Butch Pursley Jr., because that's not (laughs) me either. So the type of church is really um, our heart and our giftings, and really off the first two years until we establish, our goal is to really emphasize evangelism. And so for a lot of you, also you might be asking, why 539? You got the shirts, you've seen it, maybe you've heard the story, but Hope's going to go ahead and read the verse, and I'll share a little bit.
2: Acts five thirty nine. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God.
1: So as Butch shared, and in January, when I went in to talk with him, um, I was thinking he was going to fire me. I thought I was going to have to quit. I was like, there's no way he's going to pass on this. <clears throat> and so I started to share with him. And then he quoted this verse. And I didn't even know it was a verse at the time. So it was kind of cool. Um, and he quoted it. And I'm just kind of tears running down my face. And I was like, man, I went back to my office. I found it in my Bible. And I was like, this is who we are. That if this plan or if what we're doing is of God, it can't be stopped. And when Butch shared that with me and then the elders, it just kind of gave me confirmation of we are 539 church. If God's in this, we're going to be fine. It's going to be difficult, it's going to be challenging, but we'll be fine. And if he's not in this, we'll pitch up a tent, and then we'll go home when it's time to go home. But we really do believe that God is in this, and that's why we have 539. Um, We would like to share with you our mission and vision. Really, our mission is to reach those or reach people far from God and teach them to follow Jesus. We are going to be unapologetic about that. Really, for those of you who are new to understanding a mission— you ask yourself the question, what problem are you solving? What problem are you going to solve? And really, I mean, we're not bringing anything new. Um, The problem is there's people going to hell, and we would like less people to go to hell because we go. I mean, we're going to be super simple in that aspect of there's people far from God, and we would like to go and see people come to faith in Christ. That's really our mission. Hope is going to share a little bit about our vision, which is how we accomplish that.
2: So I'll just go ahead and read it. It says, to be the church in East Akron that meets all people where they are and invites them to be a part of Jesus' family. So um, how we are going to do that or how we are going to pray through doing that is we really want to um, lower the bar. We want um, people to be able to come as they are to our church, broken and in need of a Savior just like us. We want um, also to have a high invite culture that it wouldn't be uncommon for you to bring your unbelieving Um, Friend to church, and that they would feel comfortable to come to our church and not feel like they have to put on their Sunday best to show up, but just come as they are, and we can love them um, through that. So, um, yeah.
1: And even from a content perspective, for those of you, if you've been around me teaching for some time, I'll often stop and say, hey, if you're not a Christian, this is how this passage applies. If you're not a Christian, this is how this applies. We want to keep that before us probably won't use use like big church words. We want to try to lower the bar so that we can raise the bar once someone understands something. And so that's really our vision for it. Our values, we have six. Our first one is obviously we are all about Jesus. Um, That is our main goal is to bring him glory and to make him famous and to make him known. Um, Our second one is we are under the book. If you've been around, you'll see me every so often. I grab my Bible, I hold it over my head, And I say we are under the book that every area of our life, we live in submission to God's word. That's a value that we want to take very seriously. Thirdly, is we do want to be a hospital for sinners. We'll say this phrase, and I've had people say this to me. Mike, I would come to church, but the building would burn down if I showed up. And we will say, you have come to the right place. Or I've I've made mistakes in my past. Or last night, we would say, this is the perfect church for you to come to. We want to be a hospital for sinners. And fourthly, this one is a little bit different, and for me to explain, we do want people to belong before they believe. Now, this doesn't mean someone can be a member before they're a Christian. What this means is, we want to embrace people who are on their faith journey, asking questions. We do want to experiment, allowing people who aren't Christians to serve before they get saved. I don't think you need to be a Christian to help in the parking lot. I think non-Christians can make coffee. I think that they can help with us, and we want to set up areas where it would not be uncommon if you're running the door and you're greeting people, you might have someone to the side of you who's not a Christian helping you with that. We want people to belong before they believe. And Hope's going to share the last two.
2: Okay, so number five um, is very important to us. (laughs) Number five is that we're a family. Um, So when you think about your family, every family has flaws, and faults, but you love them anyways. So we really want to be able to pray that we would have a culture at 539 that despite differences, preferences, backgrounds, that we really can come together and love one another, worship together, fellowship together in one common ground, which is Jesus. So um, when Michael and I had talked through values and this specific one, we talked about like Thinking about Christmas dinner or any dinner really with your family, despite maybe um, arguments or fights you got into that year with them or maybe differences that you have with them, you're still gonna show up. You're still gonna be there for your family member through thick and thin and when things get tough. So we really want to have a culture at 539 that is like a family.
1: And the sixth one is we want you, we wanna invest into you so you can invest into others. And really that value for us is we do want you to know we don't want anyone to minister or feel like they have to minister out of an empty cup. We want to pour into people. We want deep roots. We are going to have discipleship taking place into where people feel like if I'm serving, we're not just asking a ton of stuff from you. We want to pour into you. And that will look a few different ways. Um, And this question here is what will this church look like on our first Sunday or our launch Sunday? And Hope and I are both going to share a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so we are looking to um, launch a family ministry. So we want, if a family shows up at our church, we want everyone to have a place to come and feel connected and um, have some some place to relate to. So we uh, want to hopefully have a mom's group, um, children's ministry, um, youth ministry, a middle school, high school ministry, um, college age ministry. So we are really praying that when we launch um, that we would be able to have all these ministries functioning so that um, when someone comes to, to our church, they feel valued and feel that they have a place where they can um, belong.
1: Yeah. It is important for you guys to understand we are trying to plant a church. We're not starting a Bible study. We're not starting an outreach event. We really want deep roots to where a family does show up and we have things to offer. We do have a running children's ministry. We do have a youth group. The goal is to have men's and women's events and things taking place. We will have things for the whole family to be able to connect. And that's really what we're praying for and we want people to know we're trying to make sure that we take our time and we do things the right way so that in 5 years we have a very healthy church. We have things that are functioning. We wouldn't be a perfect church, but we're praying we'd be a healthy church. I've had people ask me this this question quite often. Michael, what are you going to preach on? <laughs> Hopefully you would know by this time it will be the Bible, Um, that will be the forefront, Um, but we will have an ebb and flow of topics and books. Um, It's not just going to be we're only books the whole time, and we're not just going to be topics all the time. We will have an ebb and flow in and out, thinking what's pressing, what's relevant, what do we need to address, but we will have that. And I just felt the need to say that, because when I say evangelism, people will say is it going to be John 316 every Sunday? Is it ABC <laughs> one two three every Sunday? I can give you the confidence that is not going to be the case. We do want to invest in people to get the meat while we also are lowering the bar at the same time. So one of the things that I think is important for me to share, uh, where will we be meeting? Um, and <clears throat> our goal was 1245, and you know we're long-winded, so if you need to go, you can go. Uh, but this is such a God thing. I'm just going to share super briefly the story, and hopefully later on you can get all of it. Um, <clears throat> but as we were looking in East Akron, um, every pastor I met with, every person I talked to, Mike, that's great. You have good ambitions, but there is nowhere to meet. There's nowhere to meet. I mean, I don't know how many places we drove around, we looked, we'd get out, and I'm looking at it, and Hope's like, no, we can't start in there. It's a shed. I'm like, okay. So it's true, and we, were keep, we would keep looking. On Tuesday, August 10th, the elders voted. Right afterwards, I said, please pray for a building. We have nowhere to meet. I met with an area pastor on Wednesday. He said, hey, bud, good luck. We'll pray for you. There's nowhere to meet. Because right now with COVID, schools are kind of out of the question. I got a call on Thursday. A guy I'd never met. He knows Steve Brick, who was my neighbor growing up. And he said, hey, you should call Mike Duma. They're looking for a senior pastor. He calls me. And I say, hey, not interested. I'll keep my ear out, and I'll let you know. I said, we're planting a church. And he said, well, what if we just gave you our building? And I I said, yeah. yeah." So I went back and asked. I talked to Butch, and Butch said, did you get his address? Are you going there tonight? And I was like, so over the past month, there really has been a lot happening. Bruce and I have been over there quite often. And as of last Saturday, they voted to give us their building which is a current church building, which is amazing. Yeah, it is only, and you can pull up some of these pictures and just kind of roll through them. It doesn't look like a normal church building, but it is a church, believe it or not. It's paid off if it gets any better. There is no debt. The building is in phenomenal condition. I just had Phil Adkins there on Friday, and he said this building is in perfect shape. It's literally all, it's, it's, I mean, it's the, all the walls are concrete. The basement looks good. It's 13,000 square feet. We have a gym. We have eight kids' rooms. It's just incredible. And some of the things about this story, when Hope and I were in Florida, we were um, looking at certain church buildings. And Hope, we would visit, and Hope would say, what if we would have this? And I would say, Hope, we're going to be in a tent. This is a church plant, babe. And she'd be like, well, what about this? I'm like, great ambitions, Hope. That's the 10-year plan. And as we looked in the building, there was four things we were asking God for, and this building has every one. And it is so incredible to what the Lord is doing. Um, It's just remarkable. So I want to let you know, from what I know, this just is not a thing. This doesn't happen. This is truly if it is of God type of story. And so they gave me the keys the other day. The building and the title will be transferred over January 1 to where we can start doing some facelifting. I went to Mogador. I bleed green. I like green. I don't like that green. So we're going to have to do something. Um, But anyway, the building's remarkable, and we are so excited about that. And so what is our timeline? And so this is super, and, and it's even this past week I was talking through with Butch, a month or even two weeks ago if we would have had this meeting we were saying with confidence September 18th 2022 so one year give us time do outreach events start small groups but with this it does bring a certain curveball with God opening this door and as Butch has said we never want to be in front of the Lord we don't want to lag behind him we want to be right in the center where he is at And so I'm working right now through a timeline with their leaders, their pastor, they have about 40 members, and this church is going to decease, and then they will have the opportunity to come. It has been remarkable with how flexible, open they are, I mean, it's just, it is such a God thing, it just makes me like, I think I'm going to wake up and it's not true. And so we can give you the certainty that we have a building, which is amazing, we cannot give you the certainty of our start date, which kind of stinks, but... We are aware that it might get moved up to potentially this spring, which would be incredible. But at the same time, we don't want to not be ready. Just like when someone comes over to your house, you want the house ready. You want the food ready. We want our ministries ready. We want to be fully functioning and not start too soon. So we are praying through that. So real quick, just some next steps for you guys. Um, The first one is you can pray for us. If you're not going to come and you're just here to find out information, take that card, put it on your fridge, and just pray for us. We don't want to plant a church that doesn't reach people for Christ. That's truly our heart. Number two, if you are interested, but you would like to either talk with myself or Hope or both of us, you have some questions, please let us know. Thirdly, if you're sitting here and you'd say, hey, I've thought about it, I know what I'm doing, I plan to attend 539 Church, please mark that down. And lastly, If you plan to attend and you'd be interested in serving, please let us know and where that will work. We are praying that God would allow us to launch a church north of 200 people, which 200 people is a huge task. We think it's possible. And the reason we are praying that is because there's guys who are helping us and a coach who's helping us. What they say is at 200, you can offer a family ministry. So every age group is represented when they come. We will have not just one kid in the youth group, but multiple. We'll have a college ministry. We'll have every age represented at 200 is what they say. And we're praying for that. And if you would pray for us, that would be amazing. And you can go to the next screen because if you don't want to fill that out or can or whatever, if you text into here, it'll take you to an online Connect card for you to do it just to help give us some information. So next steps, we will plan to have something This fall for really everyone who says, I plan to attend, something, somewhere, figuring that out, what we're going to do just to, okay, who is thinking about coming, our first like outreach event. And then also, if you're interested in serving, we're trying to build a serving base of 50 to 75 people that really has started meeting already. And that team is going to be people who help make the church run from Sunday to Sunday, really things that are happening throughout the week. So... If you're interested, please, please let us know. Um, I know we've went over and the babies are getting ready for nap time, which doesn't bother me at all. So um, anyway, let me pray. And if you have questions, Hope and I are not going anywhere, we would love to field your questions. If you fill out that connect card, you can set it on your table on the way out. So let me pray real quick. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for um, just how good you are to us, how you're already going before us, Lord. We do pray that we would plant a church that reaches people far from Christ. God, we ask that you would give us wisdom. We ask that you would keep us safe. We ask that you would help us to plant a healthy church. God, that we would have deep roots and foundations in a church that is stable. God, we ask that you would go before us in every area, financially, spiritually, even in our team. Would you keep us unified? And Lord, we thank you for today. And anyone who's considering coming, I pray, Lord, you would give them peace. We do not want anyone there that is not supposed to be there. But the people who are, we pray that you would give them peace and direction. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for coming. You are free to go catch the Browns game, and we will be up here to answer any questions you guys have. Thank you.